Hello everybody and welcome to Anime Watch Club. My name is Peter and on today's episode we are reviewing Madoka Magica plus the sequel movie Rebellion. Joining me today is our lovely co-host. First, let's get it out of the way. Cat. Cat, how is it going today? You're Mike's muted. muted. You're muted. Mike's muted. Thankfully it's muted, but please just continue. Try try again. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Another club member that we have joining us today is Happy. Happy, how's it going? Is this the real life? Is just is this fantasy? Caught in a landslide to escape from your battery. Wow. All right. Thank you for that. Happy. Oh, uh, joining us today is the greatest anime rapper of all time, Has. Has, how's it going? Anime sucks. All right. Cat, uh, <laughs> cat, you good? Cat's still writing something, so we'll go to our moderators. First, we have Pat. Pat, how's it going today? Uh, it's good. You can actually see me. Apparently, you can't see me as well as I think you can see me, but we're working on that. At least the webcam works today. Yes. Yeah, hello, motherfuckers. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm I'll, ready to go. I'll take 240, Pat, over Pixelade Frozen, Pat. Yeah, and me too. And our other moderator for today is Miles. Miles, how's it going? I used my one wish to be a co-host of an anime podcast, and we can see how that fucking went for me. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Okay, I'm ready now. Uh, and, and that's it. That's all of our members. We have nobody. No, no. And Cat, Cat, how's it going today? Can the laws of entropy change my sexual urges to have coitus with a tailpipe to a god? I, d I don't know. <laughs> Those are questions I do not answer or do not have, but I do have answers and questions. <laughs> And discussion topics for Madoka Magica plus Rebellion. So, as we discuss, I'm going to pass it off to our moderators, Pat and Miles, as we jump into probably the most misleading cover art of all time, Madoka Magica. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to let uh, Miles lead the way. This is his uh, his nomination and uh, a show that he has been raving about for forever, it seems like. But uh, I do have to say, thank God Cat is not a uh, uh, teenage-aged uh magical girl because who knows what the hell would happen if that was the case uh i'd be terrified of the situation that we'd be getting ourselves into um but anyways miles please take it away let's uh yes. let's get started. um uh cat's witch form was the one with the panties where it was the upskirt um of course it so, was. um yeah so um you know i i'm a big fan of the magical girl genre um i really like uh madoka magic a whole lot it was the um First magical girl show I saw, um, you know, when I was getting into anime besides uh, various Sailor Moon episodes with the bad English for kids dub, um, you know, back when I was like eight or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I guess, you know, for my initial thoughts and stuff, we'll go around. But just real quick, I'm, I'm a huge fan. So everything you hear from me is going to be biased by the fact that I absolutely adore this show. Um but let's let's hear from Cat. What were your thoughts going into it? Your initial impressions and stuff. Let's say your your initial thoughts and your thoughts post episode three. Let's hear those. Um. So my initial thoughts were, oh my god, I'm gonna have to watch this shit, and I have been mentally preparing myself. I had been mentally preparing myself for days. And Twelve, like what? Uh, probably about an hour ago. <laughs> so, um, I, it's still fresh in my mind. That's a good thing. But, like, uh, 
after episode three, I had more questions and I was more intrigued by the world of Madoka Magica. Like, I wanted to, like, I saw a lot of the technology that they had and I wanted, like, a lot of it was kind of close to, uh, it looked like if, uh, if our technology that we have right now, like, was probably like 10 years in the future and that really intrigued me a lot more than the show itself so i was kind of like huh let's see maybe if i can <laughs> maybe if we tweak nfc sensors a lot more we can have some stuff like this and maybe like if things open up a lot more we can have like those standing desks and have them like convert from standing desks to uh to uh to regular desks uh, at a moment's notice from like a button or something or like from a press of our phones or something like i was really intrigued by that but okay. i really didn't care about any of the characters okay, so <laughs> so uh you know character arcs and magic no uh office technology in 10 years yes okay cool exactly. Taz, what were your thoughts <laughs> oh there it goes i um i watched this while ago um and honestly, when I was going into it, you know me, I like edgy shit. And I had the, I had been told that Madoka Magica was really dark and shit. Which, I think there's going to be where me and Miles probably have a different take on this series as a whole. I, um, I was, I was, I was enjoying it. But I don't think for me, personally, it was hitting the way that I, it would hit for someone who maybe, like, was more into the magical girl genre. Because I feel like for me... A lot of what Madoka Magica brings to the table um, that I would like from it, which would be the dark, edgy elements, are in other shows. And, and when I get Magical Girl vibes now because of things like Recreator and Magical Girl site, which I know you don't like, um, I'm just used to Magical Girls being this really dark thing. And, and it, it may be this dark thing in, um, like in, in Sailor Moon and, and older Magical Girl shows, but I feel like... It brings a subversion to the genre, um, or it, that's what it attempts to do. But for me now, knowing the anime that I do, it doesn't hit quite as much. But it's still an enjoyable watch. Okay, awesome. Uh, we're going to definitely talk about um, our thoughts of if it's the subversive or not later. I think that the movie is. I think the show isn't. Happy, go. All right. So I saw this show once back in college, and then I just kind of left it for a few years, other than rewatching certain episodes. So my opinion kind of went, it kind of dwindled over the years, and I'm kind of glad I watched it now because I understand why it's such a good show, but I also understand why I, you know, why I let it sit for so long. Because as good as it is, it's not going to be to everyone's liking. I feel. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's it. That's honestly, I appreciate the short, short quick take. Sweet. It's yeah, wonderful. Um, okay. Um, uh, Pete, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I'm kind of with happy on this one where like initially the genre of magical girls, like doesn't really strike me. I have, this is still to this day, probably the only magical girl show that I watch. So I definitely procrastinated in terms of watching it, but I'll just put it this way. I'm really glad I watched it. I think this is a very unique show and especially with not just like the story, but along with like technical aspects like animation and directing and art. I think it's, it's very unique. I think only we might get into this, but like 
Shaft as the studio, I think they're like the only ones who could have done this show. And it's something that I really like appreciate. And just artistically, the show is great. I loved it. I was hooked the first episode I watched it. Awesome. And uh, finally, our fearless leader, Pat, what were your thoughts? Uh, uh, okay, so uh, I have never really seen a magical girl show other than Kill a Kill. And even that's debatable. You know, uh, I, like I've seen an episode or two of Sailor Moon, but it's not something I necessarily would go out of my way to watch um so going in though i was excited because again the whole point of this show the reason why miles and i wanted to do it was to watch shows that we normally or otherwise would not have watched and this is definitely one of those shows it's probably one of the first shows that we've watched in this series that i wouldn't have watched otherwise so i'm glad that we did um i i enjoyed it uh there are things that i didn't like about it but i thought that the characters were consistent throughout with their decision making which i really appreciated because in a lot of shows they it is not a consistent thing and uh they were all interesting they all had their own their own struggles and i thought it did again i, I don't know the genre very well but i think it did the magical girl ideas extremely extremely well especially in the season the the show i the movie kind of lost me a little bit but the the show i was very interested in and I, I again i binged it all in one sitting uh which might have changed my opinion of it but even then i think even without that i i just i liked it a lot and i could not stop watching it awesome that's uh good to hear so um you know we'll, we'll definitely get into like the differences between the movie and the show because um i think that my first time watching the movie i was with you i had it i had it ranked lower than the show initially but i think i might be bumping that up but um i guess like first i want to talk about like the general themes of the show um so the genre in general but i think also specifically madoka in a lot of ways uh sort of deals with uh isolation and like loneliness, but also it has a lot to do with hope and friendship. Those are like the core things that are battling each other in Madoka and Magical Girls in general. Um, how do y'all think that, um, you know, the show dealt with that? Um, you know, each character had their own struggles with these sorts of things. Um, and did you, did, were there any ones you liked, ones you didn't like, you know, things that you thought could have been improved about these, like how it just tried to display its themes or anything like that? Uh, I'll start. Um, I, I think that's like the whole point of who QB chose as magical girls were people who are either in a, like really tough situations. Um, it, it ranges from like emotional states to like literal physical states. Cause I, I think mm -hmm. it was mommy who's like in the car accident. Yes. And then you see there's like flashbacks as well of like, I think there's like a witch um, or a, sorry, a witch. Let me put that in like quotations because this is like the flashback that they had. Uh, they had like people like to, Maybe if they're, like, poor, but then you have somebody like Sayaka who is, like, emotionally destroyed from, like, her love interest is, like, he can't play the violin anymore, so he's not happy. So she uses, like, her, like, what she thinks is, like, a selfish wish, I'll put it that way, into, like, helping him. And so the characters each have, like, their own struggle, and I really enjoyed that aspect of picking the characters and, like, the, the underlying theme of, like the magical girl power rangers that they are is that they all have some form of like suffrage. So I was a big fan of that. I, I agree. I liked the, um, the ways that they, they showed how, um, how you can have not only emotional pain, but also literal physical pain or problems. Like I, I thought that was very interesting. So met, and I guess we will probably talk about this later about 
choice because I feel like that's a very specific theme as well that yes. I am probably going to disagree with uh, Miles on. I think that this is where in our pre-show uh, discussion we were starting to disagree on. But uh, but be, beyond that, um, I, I, I found it very interesting how they madoka the the girl who seems to have such a perfect life like they're showing it you know a loving family a beautiful yeah a beautiful you know perfect family great I'm life like, like lives in a mansion yeah well yeah i i don't even necessarily mean it in like a wealthy sense but sure. in like a in like a, yeah so that that's part of it though is having money not having to worry about money having a family that loves her you know having friends that are close and care about each other like uh i think it was interesting using her as the main character considering theoretically she shouldn't need to become a magical girl to become happy and i guess you could argue at the end of the show she doesn't really feel the need to be a magical girl to be happy she yeah. just wants everyone else to be happy as well so i don't know uh if anyone else agreed with me on that she's so bland though well i don't but like that's i mean it's not i don't think it's bland i think one she is bland because of the circumstances around the show and i think this is like really well juxtaposed in episode 10 um when um you see the flashback for homera when she first comes comes in and she's all shy and stuff. And you see how energetic and sort of extroverted uh, Monica is in that situation. And that's not really the case in the current timeline. But a lot of that is because um, Homura has been cultivating a situation where uh, Monica stays away from people as much as possible. Yep. Doesn't become a magical girl doesn't stays away from qb specifically as, as yeah much as um possible. and like yeah. try you know so she doesn't have like a friend group as much or like not a friend group but like she isn't as outgoing or interesting because she doesn't have the qualities forged that made homer like her in the first place which is sort of a little ironic in my opinion but it, it, it's not just that her home life is like normal quote-unquote it's also that she seems like such a black and white character and a world of immense gray that it kind of i uh mm, uh i do like the show guys by the way <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay you don't you know <laughs> it's fine it's not above criticism um but it is yeah, it so is be nice to it so please lay into it i am um, happy uh, i'll back you up oh well happy go ahead oh no i'm done for now uh you keep going okay. Fair enough. Go ahead, Kat. Uh, so, with the themes that I saw, like, it was... I just really couldn't... Like, I really liked it. Like, the moral... Uh, the moral scale, I guess you could say, between, like, having the... Having the food source, which was humans, and, like, their emotions, and them becoming witches... And magical girls and like all that, like y'all are, you know. But and having Cube and the incubators like working to secure a future for the universe, uh, like I liked that. But at the same time, I was just like, but as a as a creature that can communicate with humans the fact that you don't have emotions is kind of odd to me. Like this was more of like a, this is more like a personal thing. Like me having, uh, me 
applying real world like logic into anime world where things are fucking weird and i it was just hard for me to to kind of think of it's hard for me to to set aside my my disbelief so, so I, uh, I I can agree. One of my biggest criticisms or thoughts that left me not liking the show as much while I was watching it was uh, definitely QB as a character and uh, the the logic that they tried to use for why, why like oh I oh I don't feel emotions I don't feel love I don't understand what you guys you humans are doing they uh, they're so they 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 parade his race uh, the incubators as so intelligent or so so like existential i guess almost that they that they've created this situation right like they've literally created a situation where they're using humans as livestock essentially um i i don't understand how they can't figure out emotion i guess the whole that's the whole oh we're what makes us human right right yeah Yeah. like you're trying to apply logic to like something that doesn't have logic i i get that but that's where or i too started much logic i guess if we're using too much i guess too much logic yeah that's where i just got lost though because i felt like up until that point most of the show had at least stayed within some sort of realm of logic or well or... i i feel like the lot i mean i don't know it's it's otherworldly it's alien but that's the intention right it's a, mm-hmm. a species that is sentient and intelligent like us but they don't have emotions it's, you know, like, they're not, a, you know, like, and they're we talked about this, right? You even talked about how Sayaka shouldn't have been so upset about, uh, you know, her body and soul being separated. like that, Yeah, I, I right? still will stand by that. Yeah, no, and, you know, that that's fine. I think that, you know, like, if you're looking at it from, like, an upward point of view and you're not, like, a 13-year-old girl that just had yeah. that happen to, it's Fair like, enough. yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I agree that, like, logically it makes sense, but so does Kubei, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I think where Sayaka in, comes from also makes sense, where it's like, you know, like, holy, like, what, you know, like, people feel autonomy over their bodies, and having it sort of be like, well, actually, that's just sort of this vessel you're in now, you know, like, that's not even you anymore, really, it's more of your car. Um, so is it not really you, or but it's still it's still your body. It's still, uh, but it's not. Get, it's, it gets, that's what it, I mean. Lost on me. It's like oh yeah. So in like a a literal sense, it's not your body anymore, right? It's it's the vessel for your soul, but it's still what guided your soul before this decision. This decision that you willingly made. Well, that without you... knowing the terms, right? So like you, I mean, it's like a Faustian bargain. You were warned though of some of the negatives and that this and i believe also at that point homer had told them not to take the deal right that uh that nothing good will come from this and that's where i and i I get it you you can't not in her situation you can't not take it right she had to decide to become a magical girl um i i just i i struggle to understand how just because she feels like it's not her body anymore she feels like oh well i can't talk to the guy i like anymore that that that's where i got lost because uh what's her name the girl the girl who um uh kyoko or hitomi are the ones that i told me okay he told me so he told me came up to her and told her straight up like hey i'm gonna talk to uh guy whatever the guy's name is uh kiyosuke um i'm gonna tell him i love him i don't know if you actually like him or not 
this is your moment to tell me if you do or to go tell him that you do, but I'm going to tell him I love him after tomorrow. And what uh, I think what bothered me was uh, Sayaka uses her not having that body as an excuse to not actually own up to her feelings for that guy. So I think I, I, I don't understand how you can just decide if you either love that guy enough that, okay, even if it doesn't, you don't think it's your body anymore. You still love, right? You still have that emotion driving you. You should still want to be with that guy. And he, you should want to, he should want to be with you. Even if you do end up telling him what, what's the deal with your body now, I think you should still want to talk to him and still, if you actually do love him enough. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah I, I just think that's looking uh, ironically i think you're looking at it like an incubator would look at it right like i think that um yeah I'll... You, let's see it... um oh well yeah i i was just gonna say that like you know i mean it, all of this takes place over the course of like two or three days for sayaka it's not very long you know she finds out what's going on she's disgusted with herself. She doesn't view herself as human anymore. And like, you know, maybe that's something she could get over in the long run, but you know, Homura, the super duper logical one also doesn't view herself as human anymore. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, she, you have like a 12 hour clock. You just found out this like really weird thing about yourself. And it's like really jarring to you. You also know that your entire life is now like dedicated to this one cause and everything. It's like, can you even date someone really? Because every night you have to go out and hunt witches or, you know, to like survive because you made this deal. There's just a lot of stuff going on, I feel like. I don't think it was just the fact that, um, you know, she was a, a zombie, as they call it. But I think that was definitely a factor. And I mean, I understand that she views her body as like a point of disgust now. She talks about how, like, if he's holding her body, it's not even really her anymore, you know? Um, like, and I understand you don't you don't get that logic, but I, I think that if you had your soul literally, you know, move a th- of 100 feet for your body, it just falls limp like a little meat sack. Um, <laughs> that, that could be pretty jarring of an experience. So, for me, what kind of, like, got me, I, I forget... And this is more like me trying to find interesting things about the show when I wasn't really interested in the show. So uh, I don't remember what, uh, I think it was episode like five, five or six, when uh, when Madoka throws Sayaka's... Episode uh, six. Yeah, when Madoka throws Sayaka's like basically soul out of the, uh, like away from her hand. And when Kube explains what their soul is, I'm just like, because he basically said, like, you, we take your nervous system out and put it into this. <laughs> and, like, if you, and then, like, when you just have it with you, like, it's, it's basically like having a remote control. <laughs> like, I was like, yo... Yo, if we could actually do that, that'd be cool as shit. And that was my only thought. Okay, like, so so Kat is looking at the, the practicality of being able yeah. to remove someone's soul from their body. Um, yeah. And, and how we can use that. Maybe we can use the pain-numbing stuff Sayaka had to use to fight witches um, for dentist appointments. Um, 
Yes. So, um, has or uh, Pete or anyone? Do you do you have any thoughts on? Uh, well, Pete talked about the isolation first. Yeah, so has do you have any thoughts on that? Um, the the themes of the show and how they tackled them. That was what we were talking about, right? Yes. Um, I thought it was. Uh, and we're talking about whole series and, and the movie included. I think the main series is a little. A lot more on the, it's a lot easier to follow, um, a lot more on the nose, uh, especially with things like the soul corruption and, and the, with the magic use and turning into a witch. I think the, I think Rebellion handles it a bit better, um, or at least in a more interesting way. And I, I, it's, it's odd to see so many characters who are going through all these different things and, and then you have Madoka, like um, Happy said. But I think it, it it serves as a way to move along um, certain characters' personalities because I feel like while like Madoka, when, when you this is, I don't want to sound like a, a righteous stuck-up asshole, but like when you're in the gray <laughs> so long and you don't acknowledge the black and white, like you're not really progressing as a person. And I feel like. Because of that, like, uh, what was it? What was the red-haired girl name? Um, uh, Kyoko. 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 Kyoko and, and like, Homura, they're, like, great examples of, like, they were, they changed, and especially in the Rebellion, right? Like, maybe not at the end of the main series with Kyoko, but, like, when you see them again in Rebellion, like, they're completely different people. And I think it's because of the way that Madoka was introduced as, like, this black and white person. I realized I didn't touch on the isolation because I don't have much to talk about that there. I think it did a pretty good job, but it was on the nose. So was, yeah. That's a, uh, I guess like talking about friendship and stuff too, I, I think like one of the, the things that rebellion specifically tries to subvert is, uh, the power of friendship being sort of a good thing. Um, because like Homer, at the end sort of uses the power of friendship, uh, to trap everyone in a world of her own creating. Um, and, you know, so it sort of does the whole, like, you know, what if you really did value friendship over everything else? Um, what would that look like type of thing? And it would look like someone putting the entire universe at stake to let their friend have a happy little life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say about that. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if anyone had any any thoughts about that. Okay, um, so I, I guess we'll we'll probably get more into themes and stuff as we talk about more of like the characters and everything. But let's talk about the art style for a little bit. Um, you know, did you guys like the art style? Did you like the distinction between like the labyrinths and um, you know the real world, and then in uh, Rebellion, did you like how the art style progressively changed as Homero's mental state sort of deteriorated in her soul gym? What were your thoughts on that? Um, so, just to... Like, I want to go first, but, like, I didn't watch Rebellion, so... Oh, okay. Uh, but for the series... Uh, spoiler alert, Cat, by the way. Um, oh, <laughs> for Rebellion going um, Like... Man, with uh, with art style and just regular Madoka Magica, it was kind of 
to me, the best way to explain it would be uh, Monogatari downgraded. <laughs> that's, that's kind of like my my thoughts on it. Like it was just kind of it, like instead of Monogatari, where it had the odd shots and like the it, it made these interesting movements. It was more like it wanted to be a normal ish anime, and then it added in the fucking neck and like shit. And I'm just like, okay, you could either choose to be like. You can either choose to be more off, like Monogatari off, and be good at that, or choose to be more normal. But you don't choose, but choose to be doing between because it wasn't working for me. Like, so it like I, I mean, I don't know if it was normal. Like, it, like every labyrinth sequence was like com- animated completely. You mean like normal? Different. Like when they're no, like no, 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 no. Labyrinth, labyrinth sequence. The labyrinth sequences for me were like were amazing. Like it was, it was the more mundane one. Like it was a more like like the directional uh, decisions. Uh, no, like in between the conversational points, like when they're when there's more drama in going into uh, like when they're talking, the dr- the dramatic. Oh, okay. So like how it would show the shadows on the sidewalk walking while conversations are happening and like stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that like that part of it definitely wasn't up to par with uh, Monogatari. But to be honest, I don't think a lot is up to par with Monogatari when um when, when that sort of stuff is happening. Can you know, I, like I, I mean, the emulation this? is definitely there, but um. No, I would agree with that. Let, let me counterpoint because I'm I'm literally the exact opposite of Cat. I think in terms of like art style, animation, directing, everything, this is literally one of the best animes I've ever seen in terms of that stuff. Uh, you see it in Rebellion with the fight between like Mommy and Hamura. I thought like the direct and art style was absolutely incredible. Like how they paced everything together in that fight was that was god tier. Like best the, fight in anime. The only thing I can even compare it to is the Mob Psycho season two fight. I'm probably the only one who's seen it, but like that, like direct style is like one of the best like fights in anime. And I thought like, holy shit, like this is insane. Like I thought it's so good. And I love how like oh. every, every single witch is unique. Every single time they enter into a new like gem, soul gem or labyrinth or witch fight, it's completely different from the different like the other one. Like it, it's in the same. Style, you learn I'd about say, the girl too. Yeah, I'd say it's like the style is similar because they're all wacky. I'll put it that way. But like, it's so unique compared to every single one. I love it. If I like art to ten, animations to ten, directing to ten, genius, perfect. I love it. Um, the I, fight. Oh, go. So oh. I, sorry. Continue. So I would Happy. say the animation is good, but it's definitely not like Monogatari. It, they're different. I would say they're different. One's not better than the other. They're just different animation styles. Yeah, I mean, I would agree because, I mean, just because, like, maybe Monogatari aesthetically looks maybe more appealing, like, it doesn't mean it's, like, a better, like, animated show. Like, you could probably say, like, Demon Slayer is the best animated show of all time because it looks the prettiest. Like, that's, like, not necessarily how I view, like, animation. It's, like, the whole thing combined into one and how they piece everything together is why I just think, like, Madoka's, like, art style direction, all that jazz is flawless. I, I, I'm just gonna say, it's okay to be wrong. Madoka <laughs> Magica slaps way harder than Bakemono Guitari on the visual elements. And 
it's for me at least it finds a way to see i think the main difference for it at least to me is that bakemono guitari is a, is as we discussed the show um where dialogue was really important um and i i feel like certain things like that that you guys enjoyed that kind of contributes to someone like me being confused during the show um like all the, the the cutaways that had like words flashing for like half a second and things like that right like that's it's cool for the show in 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 a way but it can also be detrimental where i feel like here the storytelling throughout the animation um with like the scene in uh, rebellion where homura and madoka are in the um and madoka is telling homura she would never or fake madoka i guess is telling homura she would never leave them because that would break her heart or whatever and like the grass is like the, the flowers get darker as as like homura as is like changes, yeah. listening and then it, and then it turns into like like all the leaves die and then like the light comes up and then it falls back like that's beautiful and it helps tell the story without overwhelming you because you can whereas bakemono guitari the style that they chose and, and how they chose to direct it it just fucked with the storytelling to me Whereas this is real subtle, when, but it's still clear. The streets are hot in New York tonight. I, yep. I think it, I think for me it was just like, it was just the fact that I didn't watch uh, Rebellion. Like if I went back and watched Rebellion now, I prob my opinion probably would have changed. But you know, uh, I gotta prepare like another week for <laughs> for fucking two hour um, anime. <laughs> Yeah, I, Rebellion, I, uh, I think, is definitely better animated than the show, um, especially the fight I, scenes. I agree with that. Yeah. Even, uh, I, I, as, yeah, like you said, the fight scenes especially are better animated. So for me, it's Ooh. weird, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it seems we have the, we either love the animation or we hate it. Or, well, maybe not hated it, but really didn't like it or didn't think it was that great. I think I'm going to be right in the middle where I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about while I was watching it. And I was like, well, the lines are different, but it's nothing that bothers me that much you know like the the characters they don't look like your normal anime character but they they all looked um they it had its own style right where you could appreciate it i that's how i felt about it i also felt like the, all the labyrinths were very interesting and if you went back and watched it 10 times you could find something different some sort of symbolism or something different in each labyrinth and each section of the labyrinth whatever you want to say so i thought that was cool um i didn't love it either i thought it was distracting at times i thought it was very random or expecting too much of someone trying to watch it to really pick up but at the same time like i can't say it was bad like i thought i that's how where i sit with the animation at least where it's like i can appreciate that it was good but i didn't necessarily love it as much as uh other people might have i guess and let's so... not forget the almighty head tilt oh yeah it's shaft you have to have the head tilt i know, Studio I know. Neck. That's, that's the joke Studio that's, neck. The, that's the joke <laughs> Um, now I will say this, uh, so honestly for me in the show, probably my favorite like animated scene was when, what was her name? Mimi or mommy, mommy. mommy yeah. Uh, basically when she gets eaten, <laughs> like, like that stopped me for a second. Like you got to understand, I was looking at the show and like looking back at Discord and looking at the show and looking back at my phone, like I, like I was, I was just kind of like, I wasn't really into it. And then, I, and then 
like I've had the spoilers of Madoka Magica episode three, and I'm just like, yep, okay. And then I looked at episode, th- and then looking at episode three, I'm just like, okay, something's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna die, and then Has had to say, oh, mommy dies, and I'm like, god damn it. And then I'm like, okay, so he did spoil it. Yeah, I know, but like you he can't tell what a spoiler like, is on Discord without clicking on it. Yeah, it was in our channel for discussing with Doki Magica. I used to spoiling bad, bad shit. Like, I'm well, used no, to spoiling. Use spoiler it, it, That's not fair to get mad at Haz. We shouldn't be getting mad at Haz for it, to be fair. No, no, I just, no, no. But it no, would be nice if I'm you put... I'm mad at myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm it'd be nice if you put, like... Oh, spoiler for the show, rather than just a random spoiler. I, like we were—I don't remember what we were talking about. But I don't think we it was midway talking about this show. It's on me, but like, <laughs> yeah. When I saw, when I saw it, I was like, God damn it! And then I was like, Okay, so how did she die? And I was expecting her to like get shot or like something. I, I wasn't expecting like this. Like I wasn't. Uh, this way, I wasn't expecting it to be so well animated after she gets fucking eaten, picked up, dropped, and then eaten again. Like, I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, so she she dead. I love that she whole dead. sequence <laughs> where it has, like, the whole, like, we'll be friends for everything. Yeah. The heroic music starts playing. Yeah. Mommy runs in there and starts kicking ass. Um, and... It's like and then she dies. Yeah, she's like, I'll never be alone again, and then immediately gets her head bit off. Just you, you know what that reminds me of? God. What? Uh, you know in you know in Evangelion when um the end of Evangelion when Asuka, oh, oh. no 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 no, no, no I don't know I don't know okay wait wait for wait for the people who haven't watched a necessary part of the series to mute themselves. Uh, no, it's right, not. Headphones are off. Okay, go. Uh, okay. So, so you know, in Evangelion, the end of Evangelion, when uh, Asuka's in Unit Two, yes, and then she realizes that, oh, my mom, she's really been here all along, and then she like wrecks the Ava series, and then like one of them like pierces her eye, and then oh, she yep. just like her unit gets like torn to shreds and stuff. Yeah, I actually just thought of that. I'm like, oh, that sounds very familiar. It's very similar, right? Where she like she she's like has this inspirational moment, and then. I mean, then she gets her ass handed to her, right? Like, you know, after she does that. Okay, good, good comparison. All right, put my headset back on. Okay, I've seen Evangelion, but not End of the Evangelion. So, so, anyways, oh, that's so how yeah. Bambi no, no plays spoiler. a big role at the end of Evangelion. <laughs> oh wow! What? <laughs> what? God, oh, damn it! Wait, what? Oh man! You're mind. telling me Shinji's the main character in Evangelion? What? That's debatable. Well, sorry, my bad. So my bad for not seeing it yet. Okay. So, who did Bambi way. end up with? Did he like Thumper? It was a pretty controversial decision. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Tony Chopper from One Piece. Little known fact: I actually did the soundtrack for that scene. <laughs> It was great. All right, where were we? Okay, so we were discussing um, the art style, and then we had talked about how Cat was liked the animation part of uh, Mommy getting her head bit off. Oh, right, right, right. A1, A1. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was uh, surprising. Um, 
and it, it was weirdly nostalgic for me because I feel like I've seen the, the the witch or whatever before in like memes in like a disc some random anime discord or whatever where I did, must not have gotten the reference back then but now I know whenever I see that colorful looking little snake smiley face ghost clown thingy whatever it is mm-hmm. and now I, I now I will understand the reference that it's going for now so I thought that was funny for the people who hadn't seen it and if the first time you saw it can you, if you guys can remember were you guys surprised that for 97% of the series uh Monica isn't a magical girl no I, actually I was I was completely shocked I was I said it to you in a message I, I, and Grant I said it to you in like episode like 6 but I think my thoughts was still been the same at like episode 10 uh, well up until I guess episode 10 when they actually show what happened uh and why she's not a magical girl but I said to her I was like Madoka's not very magical in this show is she yeah and I, like, <laughs> and I was just I said that to him after like the sixth episode and um sure enough uh, we find out that it's because uh Homura is preventing her from being one or trying her best to keep her from being one and this is like the timeline where she's actually succeeding but uh I, I thought that was a uh, surprising and i i liked it though i i liked how it subverted our expectations I, i'm not saying it's a subversion of the genre but it's a subversion no, of our expectations. I, I will say really. that the main character not being a magical girl is not a norm in a magical girl no, series uh, that is not a normal thing uh sailor moon becomes one in the first 10 seconds of sailor moon essentially <laughs> like i think it's in like five minutes into episode one a yeah. cat appears and is like you're a magical girl now do this and she's like okay yeah. <laughs> like so for me, I looked at I looked at it, and when I first looked at it, it was like, okay, so she's not a magical girl, and for like the first for like the first few episodes, I was like, okay, so Sayaka becomes one uh, for you know lustful reasons, uh, and then I was like, okay, so. There is obviously a reason that she could become one. Like, there's a reason, like, there's selfish reasons she could become one. There's, like, world-bending reasons she she could become one. But, like, in the end, like, I think it was, like, episode... When Mimi... Mommy. Four? When Mama. Three. Mommy. Mommy. Fuck. Uh, fuck. No. When the blonde one. After... After Mommy gets... Oh, gets, okay. Uh, gets fucking eaten out. It's fucking bored. That's not uh, the turn. That's not the turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. I knew Cat would like that one. Sorry, my bad. But uh, after mommy gets bored, uh, <laughs> uh, in episode four, when uh, when madoka is reacting at home i was like okay so she's probably not going to become a magical girl because like she like okay. she's reacting at home she can't like she she legitimately can't handle it like oh, yeah. looking at that uh i was more like okay so she's either going to be she's either going to do this like she's either going to help with like emotional something with the people who have already become magical girls and somehow be like the integral part of it or b she's going to wait until the end of the series to become a magical girl for some weird reason and she's going to be the strongest magical girl and blah 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 blah, blah and she's going to become a god like i was right 
<laughs> I uh... you were. Um, oh, and she also did try to be the integral, uh, not magical friend too. So good call. Yeah. Um. I I thought um the in regards to her not being a magical girl I thought that was uh fuck pardon me I lost my train of thought but I I, I had something about uh like god damn it all right can I continue somebody else I, I lost it oh, god damn it I forgot what we were talking so, about so um, I asked what... the people who had watched it for the oh happy do you want to go so jumping off of what Cat was saying I think that's one of my biggest problems with uh, Madoka as a character is that she doesn't really do anything of importance until the very end except for like wine i feel and like watch and stand by i feel like she's I... restricted yeah. though like, like if someone went understand... back in time that many times to, like prevent you from doing something like true I think... that's true yeah homer yeah and homer has yeah like homer literally like cock blocked Madoka at one point. That's kind of true, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, she but shot QB like eight times. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, she did. But like, but, uh, people uh, get like on Shinji's case for being whiny, but at least he does stuff. Mm. Like Madoka doesn't do anything. Well, but she does though. Like she went and tried to save Hitomi. Emotional support. Right. Yeah, she's there for emotional oh, sure. okay, support. That's, that's why I would look you're at right. it. That's true. That's and, true. Yeah, and she wanted to do like she was going to like learn how to be a magical girl. Like and she wanted to do it to help people until mommy died. And, and I, I'm not on Shinji's case either. I think it's unfair that people complain about the 14 year old kid having to get into a battle tank and fight other alien battle tanks for being a little emotionally distraught you're allowed to do that it turns out um but i <laughs> yeah, think sure. that um you know i don't know i i don't think like i don't even think she whines i think that she she cries a lot because she is distraught and upset yeah. her life is literally falling apart around her she's been wrapped into like this sort of extra dimensional war type of thing um you know she's seeing her best friend like lose faith in herself and in the world that she lives in and eventually fall to despair. Um, yeah. You know, she saw one of her newest friends die. Um, you know, there's a lot going wrong in uh, Madoka's little world. So, you know, I think that she can cry and that's okay for me. Um, uh, as a little side note, I loved how supportive her parents were. I just feel like yeah. that doesn't happen a ton in anime, especially like, magical girl anime the parents are usually not there yeah, yeah. well in anime um, in general the parents don't in exist. anime yeah. in general exactly because yeah. well because normally they're not important characters versus it. that's where and this can jump off onto the point that i just remembered uh that i had was like why uh, my my thought was why would madoka become a magical girl when her life is already pretty good and she has no complaints uh, or she shouldn't theoretically have complaints like obviously they're there are stresses and things that go wrong in her life, but overall she has a, like a happy life or what, what you'd say is a happy life. Um, but yeah, so, so to jump off that, the parents are actually there, which is they're there though. And the reason why they usually aren't in anime is because they're not relevant to the story. But in this case, they are relevant because they are always there supporting her, providing her with love and affection and making sure, and especially her mother is making sure that she's giving her proper guidance through this difficult time in her life, which is, I, I'd say it would be symbolism for puberty, but uh, which is what her mom thinks she's helping guide her through, when in reality she's helping her guide her through a universal changing experience almost. So that's where I, I, I enjoyed that that use of parents uh, a lot. And I, but I do think though that's something that we could probably talk about is whether why would 
Madoka actually become a magical girl, like in this situation. Like I don't blame her for not for for a whole like there were times where she was about to and i was, was like you know what i get why you're going to but at the end of the day especially after learning all the consequences why in why the hell would you ever for one let your friend do it which is why i think homura is given a lot of crap from my understanding at least for what she does and uh i don't get it at all i i think homer was right like i know that's the meme but i actually don't think homer did really did that much okay well, well we'll get into that later because we'll uh, that later but at yeah. least especially in the original series i guess is my point that so has it's been in the talk right now oh okay mm-hmm. the meme comes from rebellion go has um i was gonna say that i think when, when we're talking about madoka as a character too uh to happy's point the the fact that she isn't doing anything but she actively wants to especially once you finish the series it it's probably like the most important thing that is going on because the reason that i I feel like we're assuming that all magical girls it's a very we're presented magical girls is a really like desperate thing that people do when when if you want to apply real world logic like it could just be someone wants to help other people right like there could be another madoka out there and I think the reason Madoka gets pushed is because, like we learn later on, um, the reason that the parents are in the picture and, and like, you see everything as well as you see it is to further um, sort of the idea when they say, like, that change from happiness or, like, hope to despair, that energy that's created is so, is what powers them. And Madoka is sort of being pushed as, like, she's the most hopeful or, like, happy so when she eventually falls, yeah, like the risk of her falling to me, like especially on a second watch, it's it's such a greater threat, and there's so much more tension to like the happier she gets and the closer she gets to being a magical girl, like it's it's actually worse because whereas someone like Homura or who who was that? I think it was Saki that became a witch. Sayaka. 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 Sayaka became a witch, right? Sayaka became a witch, but she wasn't really, like, a world-ending witch because Sayaka was already fucking depressed, right? She was already going through shit. So for her to go from, like, already depressed to, like, super witch depressed, it's a little bit, it's energy, but it's not, it's not Madoka the happy fucking perfect life till all my friends are fucking dead. Um, so yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a pretty big change. It's one of those things, too, where it's, like, a second watch thing that kind of hits a little, a little harder. I feel like on the first watch, I could kind of understand it. But even then, it's kind of... When you get to the end and and you, like, think back on everything that's happened, like, it makes it all make sense. You see all the actions that Homer was doing not as, like, an asshole. Like, she just wanted to, like, stop the apocalypse. And it, I don't know. I fucked with it. I fucked with Madoka being... <laughs> Bland, no, I, I agree. I don't think she's even bland. Though. Like she, she actively goes in and risks her life to give Sayaka the emotional support she needs. Like, you know, she's I bland. She's that it's she's presented as such, but I think like you're throughout the series, you're supposed to say no. Like she's fighting against that. She's pretty actively like this isn't really like what I want to do. I want to be helping people. I want to be a more active part, but she's actively being denied. 
And I feel okay, like that's okay. Where... That's you know what? Fair. That is a fair point. Yeah, and I think maybe that's my big problem is that she's constantly trying, but because she gets keeps getting denied, it just comes across that, oh well, I guess she's not a very, a very substantial character then, or something like that. Yeah, I think I also think that like why you know why you want to become a magical girl is like, you, you know. All of them, I guess except for Mommy, you know, had selfish wishes at least to, to some degree. Like, maybe they weren't well thought through enough, um, you know, but they all came from a good place. Um, you know, Kyoko wanted to help her dad, right? Um, Sayaka debated for a long time if she was making the wish for herself, um, or for Kyosuke, and she only decided to do it once she saw how much suffering Kyosuke was going through. So I feel like, you know, she wanted to make sure that she was actually helping someone and not trying to get, you know, credit. Um, Homura obviously had some horrible hellish Groundhog Day sort of situation thrust upon her in order to help her friend. Um, you know, so like, I, I mean, I don't know, I... I guess it, Pat sort of raises an interesting question about why Madoka would want to become a magical girl. But I think that almost any girl who was kind-hearted and wanted to help people would do it the way the incubators presented it. I think you could see that until... that I agree with that. Like, anyone who's kind-hearted or has a, has a, has a thought would want... Or, yeah, I, like, I guess kind-hearted is the best way. But anyone who's kind-hearted would want to do it. But, but once they figure out that, in the end, they're... They, they're only being used by the incubators or the punishment for becoming a magical girl. Cause at the end of the day, even I think they've, you kind of realize this after the, like the third episode, the only thing waiting for you as a magical girl is death. So the whole idea that you get your one wish, but you are never going to see adulthood because you're just, you will die eventually. Right. Like that, which they, I think even though it's not stated, I think the girls understand that to some extent that you know they are not going to survive this so that's why their one wish must be so valuable like that's where i don't understand i don't think there's a single wish where you sacrifice your entire life for other than the only person who i think it made sense with was mommy because she was going to die anyways so she had to take that opportunity to continue to survive right like as living is better than being dead no matter in any context right versus well in almost any context but you get what i'm saying uh versus with uh, Sayaka, yeah, he, what's his name? Kyosuke is suffering, but at the end of the day, he is still alive, right? So it is still an option for her to, to choose to become a magical girl. She doesn't have to choose. And, like, yeah, yeah no. it's kind-hearted for her to do so, but I think at, if you make this decision even knowing what you will become and knowing that, at, uh, that sure, your wish will be granted, but you will never, ever be able to 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 live a long fulfilling life that's where i got lost on some of the characters deciding to still become or grant these wishes so so, one of the things, uh, uh, so can i go on a bit of a tangent sure go ahead fire okay, away so so i believe it was a either either it was a drama cd or it was a psp game where it was actually revealed that kyosuke still would have accepted sakai even with like the soul gem thing like really? he still loved her, essentially. Yeah, but is, that, so is they kind can- of imply too. One, one thing or... that we forgot. I don't know I if don't it's. Know canon. If it's. I don't know if it's technically canon because it's like a spin-off game. But mm-hmm. 
so so another thing that they imply though is that she was there when the accident happened uh, right uh i i didn't catch it in rebellion if they showed it but they didn't. my understanding at least was that sayaka was there and she at a certain point she's questioning like oh why wasn't it me or why did it have to be him instead of me when it, for because it it was an accident right that lost kiyosuke his his movement or his hand dexterity whatever so again i maybe i just missed it in in rebellion it's but, not uh, i always thought that like she thinks he is so talented and stuff and she doesn't have a particularly high opinion on herself so right. like I, I i can see your interpretation i don't even know if it's wrong but i've always interpreted it as like why did this happen to someone as great as him and not to someone like me that's how, that's you how know? i viewed it too Huh, because I thought I could have sworn when I was watching it, and of course this is one of the first few episodes too, uh, where she says like, "Oh, this should have like, why why couldn't I have been there, been there instead of you?" Which yeah, that's a fair point. I didn't think about it that way. Um, I can't remember if. Yeah, I don't know if it literally it, meant like be physically there it, or like in the terms of sense it, like why right. why not a person like me? Why like a great person like him? Right. No, I I totally understand your point now, and it, you know it could also just be. Which translator did we have? You know, yeah, like, that's, you know, yeah. that's that's something um, that co totally could have an impact on how you read it because the sentences could be read differently, yep. and also, so, or they could have been translated the same and we could have interpreted it differently. So I think that's fair. Uh, I think it's I, open for both. I also, I think, I think up Kat's now. trying to talk. Go, Kat. Uh, so one of the things that I really wanted to, what I really wanted to touch on is that uh, after it's revealed that all of the witches are just basically magical girls that have fallen in despair. Like after, because after I really, after I watched it the first time, I was like, Oh, okay. And then it like started to, then as I started to like watch more witches, like appear and talk about this giant fucking witch. Like I was like, huh? It's kind of cool, and then Sayaka's, uh, and then Sayaka's witch with the like with the music notes and everything. It makes me kind of want to go back and watch it again, and like kind of look at like look at the things that are going on inside of like the isolated space because it because an isolated space basically becomes what their life uh, yeah. is is based around like, you can I learn wanna... a lot about the girls from their labyrinths yeah and i want to i i want to see if i can do it like i, I want to see if i can do it like really quickly and just create a character profile for that person like that's just kind of one of those things that i just i just have an urge to do all of a sudden yeah, so if if you ever watch Rebellion, um, the witch Charlotte, which is the one that kills mommy, um, uh, is a is a character um, in the movie, like her as a magical girl, um, and that's possible because of a whole bunch of complicated stuff you won't understand unless you see the movie. But um, like, you know, it, there are some facts we know about her, like how much she loves cheese and stuff from um like her labyrinth and everything and, and there's a scene where mommy calls herself the cheese and it's really funny because we know that baby eats cheese and mommy's the cheese anyways yep. um, but yeah no you, you can get a lot from them from the labyrinths 
Yeah, I, I think that the, the labyrinths were really cool. I, I liked that aspect a lot of yeah. of the storytelling and the. Um, I'm sure, again, I probably didn't catch it when I was watching it the first time, uh, but all of the different labyrinths have. I bet you could go back and say, "Oh, well, this character, this poor person was probably suffering from anxiety, or this person was suffering from a fear of." loneliness or something like you can go back probably and like label them based off of the each specific thing uh, i think that was cool and then the, the last other thing i thought was very cool was how they tied it in with history maybe it's because i'm a history major and i i find find this stuff so so fascinating but i thought it was cool how they showed like all the different magical girls which is essentially so like the alexander the great right like all the uh, all the 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 not alexander sorry um fuck, what's cleopatra well, Cleopatra isn't... Uh, Sean, of Sean of Arc? Sean of Arc, thank yeah. you, sorry. It's, I'm thinking of the Fate of series. Yeah, all the, yeah, no, but like all of the famous women in history, especially like from ancient times when women were not treated as equals as... or uh, Of course, they probably still aren't today, but to the level to, you know that they are today like back then i thought that was cool how they were like oh well yeah they were magical girls like that was just such a, a an interesting idea like oh we yeah we influenced the human history by creating magical girls in their different time periods i thought that was cool i think they had one yeah. where the girl was on the train to warsaw or oh my god that was so sad yeah that was bad yeah. i was like oh man that's depressing like i saw this golden star and i was just like oh i know what that means cleopatra that was cool like all these different people in history as like oh that's that's awesome to, to think about it that way in the gotcha game you can unlock um jean d'arc and she's a she's a very strong magical girl i can only <laughs> imagine that she is a strong magical girl considering how strong she was in real life uh so there you go that's uh but again sorry that was a bit off topic but i thought that was a cool just let you know we've been going for cool about an use. hour so i don't know if you want to do like another topic and then wrap up type of thing I, I was just gonna say we're probably going on too. Oh, okay, uh, goodness. Good. Okay, so let's. Um, I, I didn't realize we were talking that long. Um, time flies when you're talking about right. magical girl shows. Um, it, okay, it only so flies, it only flies for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, let's ta let's talk about the meme before we do. You know, best girl sort of stuff that we do. Um, so the the you want to hit hit the Cube one too. Cube and Homer. Homer. Okay, so let's talk about first. Let's do these in chronological order. Um, do we think that the incubators were like ethically wrong in their decision to fight entropy by harvesting the despair of young women? Yes. Does anyone think no? I think no. Hold on, I have, I have has muted. Has say something? Um, hi. He, he was already talking when you said that. What was your vote? I'm sorry, I, I had you muted. I said no. Okay, I also said no. But that that's a no pre-rebellion because rebellion incubators versus pre-rebellion are, are very different in my eyes so. i agree i also agree with that if we're only talking the show i say no yeah i think ethically yes they they or they 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 messed up or what sorry what was the the initial was like uh, do they are they ethical so is, so, it, or, is it is it like ethically correct of them to no. fight entropy by harvesting the despair of young I women? I think the way they, I think, it. I think yes, but the way they do it, no, because um, fighting entropy, good, fighting entropy that way, bad. Correct. Is my I, vibe. I, that's like, my that's uh, my vibe too. Here, here's my thing. Like with entropy being, because I've long story short, I did like. I've had to research 
uh, the possibility of entropy for like four or five years for a book to for a book that I'm making. But um, sick plug. The main. I just say huh? sick plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like subscribe. Uh, make sure what to comment. But, like, the thing is, like, with with fighting magic, with having the magical girls fighting entropy, with their souls becoming witches and, like, creating energy to push entropy's, like, process back, it's, it's kind of like, why wouldn't you just wish for, like, why wouldn't you just urge a, urge a magical girl to wish for entropy to stop its process because it's already it's already been shown that madoka like she she actually becomes a she becomes a fucking god and so, ends up like stopping yeah. entropy kind of uh, well she de definitely does not stop entropy she stops the process of stopping entropy yeah so i mean that's also um sort of addressed because you know the the wishes that can be granted are based on the amount of energy that the the hope to despair thing is going to produce they're not actually unlimited wishes it's that they are super advanced high-tech race and our little human minds aren't going to wish for anything um beyond that scope um sort of deal he even talks to madoka kube does about how there is so much like karmic potential around her that she probably actually could wish for anything because of how much energy is there. Um, yeah. But I'm interested in like, like Pete and Haz's and I think maybe even Happy's thoughts on. I don't remember what Happy voted for. Like, I, I, I said it was ethically wrong. Oh, okay, good, good. Proud of you, Happy. Um, so Pete and Haz, I'm I'm pretty interested in your take, um, on on that. Okay, mine's very similar to if anyone has seen Hunter Hunter, how like the main villain of Hunter Hunter is Miriam, but in my opinion, he's not a villain, and this is kind of something very similar. And that's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Uh, it's it's not a spoiler. Don't worry. Um, okay. It's just from like it's like from their point of view, like what they're doing is like not that big of a deal in terms of the world, like the outcome. So like I'm viewing this through the, the universe. Yes. In I'm, terms I'm of viewing this through yeah. the eyes of QB and like, yeah. it's, it's kind of like a, it's a very, what are you making an omelet. You got to crack a couple eggs. Yeah. Something like that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so Pete, I have a question for you then, Mr. Uh, which I am on your train in this, but Tempin Tom and Gurren Lagann's masterpiece. Uh, yes. I guess yes, this is, is sort of, I guess this is sort oh. of spoilers. All right. Sort of, sort of spoilers <laughs> for this series, but like, you probably won't remember it by this point because it, it takes 26 episodes to get here. But so do you think the people, the spirals are, are evil for trying to prevent the rest of the world from, from ending essentially by, well, by having too much of an existence? Cause like they're doing the same exact thing. That's the, that's the immediate thought I had while watching different because this. the spirals, Is it? the spirals literally want to genocide the entire human race. If it gets above a certain like, number. because because that would cause I, I don't want to get into a problem a in I don't want to get into a Gurren Lagan debate, but, it, but that's it, what the whole reasoning was, no, wasn't okay. it? That, the high the hive mind is bad. The king who tries to prevent the the population from reaching that number is a good guy. I'll put that. Right. Sorry, not a good guy, but he's like an antagonist. All right, that's all I'm talking about. 
Uh, all right. Anyway, but I just thought that that was a, a fair point to make because that's the way I viewed it. And that was my the first thought that came to my mind when they said, oh, entropy, like, well, you're just a small, small someone grain. Let, someone let the... Miles know it's okay to come yeah, back you're good. in. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, you're good. It, it really wasn't spoilery. Um, oh, okay. Well, uh, you, it was, but it wasn't. Um, the, but the whole point was that, uh, yeah, we're only just this small speck in the universe, right? Like we're this little tiny bit, yes. like, and so eth ethically in their eyes, that makes it. They're probably okay. doing. Us a, they're probably doing us a favor. They are. They're doing. They're doing the the universe a favor. The universe yes. a favor. So that's I I can see where that's coming from, but I don't see then how you can't think the same way about. The characters in Gurren Lagann. That's where I get. I'm. You're losing me there. I think. I think, I think the it's either. Girls or the have other. a choice. They. They always yeah. had. A, they always had a choice. They. They're. That's... They're never forced into. I mean, they're kind of forced. They're pushed. I'll say they're pushed into this. They're situation. very pushed into. But this they're But they have, they, have they have a voice. They have a voice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. QB did I, nothing I, wrong. Okay. <laughs> like if you if you have the chance to like. To live with a, if you have the chance to live with a better life, with something that is shown as a better life, and shown as something that you want at that time, and have and are a 12, 13 year old girl that doesn't really have a brain larger, large enough to comprehend everything. Uh, That's sexist, but okay. I think it's teenagerist, which is fair. Teenagers yeah. are dumb. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are. And they pray, well, yeah, QB, yeah. Yeah, who QB would ever be a teenager, uh, right? QB like, who would wrong. ever? That's all I'm saying. QB did nothing wrong. Also, yeah. it feels QB, like... QB... Okay, QB a... as a character did nothing wrong, in my opinion. Because, huh? like... Eh? But the incubators yeah. as a whole... Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of it's it's look. Um when it comes to the girls themselves, I feel like it's not fair to say that they didn't really comprehend because at least from what I understand of um from the what I remember of Kyoka and her Kyoko and her introduction and and Saki and, and everyone else, right? It didn't sound to me like they became magical girls to become magical girls. They became magical girls for the wish, and it's and it's they're making the best of it. Like they they sound very, but it whenever they talk about it, at least to me, they knew there was a trade off. Like yeah. this wasn't the life that they necessarily wanted. They wanted the fucking wish. Well, right? those those two characters specifically, as opposed to, I would say like mommy and Homera. Um, do talk about how Sayaka talks about how she wanted to become a magical girl so she could help people fight witches and do all that. That's a part of hers. Um, Kyoko um, talks initially about how that wasn't the case, but through her interactions um, with Sayaka, remembers that a very large part of the reason, you know, part of it was to help her dad. But also, she wanted to help people. She wanted to fight the witches. She mm -hmm. wanted she wanted the lifestyle. She wanted to feel important and to do important things and have a way to positively affect the world through her actions. Um, and uh, you know, like I, the life is, I think, in some ways, sold a little glamorously. Not 
entirely, and especially when Homer is around in like future timelines, being like, "If you guys do this, I will murder you and your families." Like, you know, like it's all the Homer alike. But you know, mommy, I feel like it, it like warns them, but also desperately wants them to become magical girls because of how lonely she is, and she wants yeah. friends. So like. You know, mommy's a great character and everything, but like I feel like there's a little bit of pressure and going on from her to like you know join. Um, Very much. She talks about how cool she wants to look in front of them and everything. Like, you know, um, so I, I mean, I don't know. I think that I, I they definitely have a choice, and they they know it's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows. But I yeah. don't think they're aware of just how dark it actually is. Like how few sunshine and rainbows there are. Well, I. I Can guess you me, feel the sunshine? Does it brighten up your day? I think like like with certain characters, like it, while especially for someone like Madoka, since Madoka goes the longest without being a magical girl, like to say, like maybe for uh, Saki, right? Like maybe Sorry. her, but at by the time that like Madoka becomes a magical girl, like um. Mommy is dead, I'm pretty sure. Kyoko is out here hunting other magical girls and shit. Or something is- I forget what the fuck she was doing. It, when Madoka becomes a magical girl, everyone besides Homura is dead. Yeah, like, at, at this point, it, to me at least, like, Saki's the only person that I can see. And, and maybe Kyoko, but I don't remember too much about her. Because I feel like Kyoko, at least from when we meet her, is someone who got her wish and and realized that the price that she paid for it wasn't worth it and then she played into it because when you meet her like she's really into this magical girl and like owning her area or some shit and, like being the best and then whatever the fuck it was this territory war that goes on it was really touched on briefly or something but and, and it, it doesn't feel like that was the intent, though, like, so, she just wanted to wish. I guess, no, I, so I would argue that the price, she was fine with the price for the wish, but her, for her, the, so, like, her and Sayaka are, like, kind of opposites, where with Sayaka, the price wasn't worth the wish, and for Kyoko, she thought it was, but the wish wasn't what she wanted the wish to be. So, you know, Sayaka gets her wish, and the wish ends up working perfectly, and Kyosuke has a great life, and he's he gets to perform and stuff again, um, and Sayaka, the price Sayaka paid for it wasn't really worth it at the end for Sayaka. Like she, like the magical girl life, she didn't really view it as worth it. Um, and with Kyoko, she wanted her dad to be listened to, and that wish did happen. But along with that wish, it ended up like once her dad found out, it killed her entire family. Right, like he killed himself and her family. And, you know, she liked the magical girl part. She was fine paying that price to make her dad happy. The issue was that her wish w wasn't all it was cracked up to be. That's my take on it. That's a good thing. I can see that. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I just, I, I feel like there's enough of a split there. And then, like, the add-on choice with sort of like what people were saying. Like, everyone had a choice. Whether it was heavily pushed or not. Um... Which is, and, and that's another thing, which is why I think QB post-Rebellion, like in Rebellion and, and the incubators on that, I do not defend them. Because it's a very, there's no choice in that matter. Um, yeah, they're just experimenting on someone. 
they're experimenting on her like that's fucked up, but that's not what was happening in Madoka Magica this series. So. Okay. Uh, in interest, I think we could talk about the ethics of this for a long time, and there's a lot of intricate stuff about it, and if we should even try to avoid the heat death of the universe. Um, but um, in interest of time, um, let's move on to Homura. Um, uh, did, so Kat, unfortunately, you won't be able to participate in this, um, but what do we think about Ho Ho Homura at the end of Rebellion? Um just we should as, move this one along quickly, too. Yeah. Um, what she essentially does is put the entire universe at risk um, with no way to stop, like, the forces of the universe that are, like, the chaotic forces or whatever in order to give uh, Madoka and her friends um, a, a good high school experience, essentially. Um, so so uh, I'll go first with that one. So when, uh, when Homer, like splits monica in half i immediately thought that she was doing it selfishly and that she was that was the first time i saw her as a villain instead of an anti-hero but i fell in love with the character all the more because of it it's quite the dark turn it, it's very like like friendship like power of friendship is bad and i i kind of love it i think it's uh, yeah like I, I like in spite of the conversations we've had over this episode, I think that Madoka is still a little too black and white for her own good. But when Homura does that, it makes me, it kind of makes me realize that, oh, like, oh, this didn't work out quite the way you planned, did it, Madoka? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I, I think one problem that we have with this debate too though is that we we sit back and we're like oh yeah oh if i was madoka i would be just like her and be upset like if i found out that my friend saved me you know or, or made made my life it risked the universe's life or future for my life like when in reality most of us uh i'll openly admit it i wouldn't care i'd be like thank you so much because my like at the end of the day your life is the only thing that you are going to experience right like you and it's it's it is your only time on earth or it's your only time in the universe and i feel like i would be eternally grateful for homura and what she did to make sure that i actually got to experience life rather than not even if it does end up risking the universe or the future of the universe at the end of the day i can't care or i shouldn't care because otherwise i just would not exist that that's Wait, the way i look yeah. at it well, you want to, you have to put yourself, like, I'm not saying, like, maybe that's the right choice if, you know, you're Homura's best friend, right? Like, if you're, or, or like, Loki, like, Yuri baited, you know, with Homura. Um, <laughs> but, um, and by Loki, I mean, like, really high key. Yeah. Really high key. Um, like, really super high. high. Like, it's um, high, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. not quite as high as Sayaka and Kyoko, but, like, one notch below there. Um, mm -hmm. um, I don't even know if Sayaka and Kyoko are yuri baited that might just be a thing um but anyways like madoka doesn't want that that's not what she wants you know like homura is telling i guess in my opinion that she knows better than madoka it's like madoka wants to sacrifice herself to do this that is what she wants to do she is happy doing it she is not happy in this little isolated world and so homura needs to get over the fact that her friend doesn't want to do what she wants her friend to do with her life is my my take you you know, I, I, for me at least, I don't. It's Homura. What Homura did was wrong, but it's not like a strong wrong for me. And I think 
the the at least the part that you're missing was the conversation I was talking about with Homura and Fake Madoka because it was at that moment that, that like it was at that moment even though Homura knew it was fake to some extent, right? Because Madoka in her world, I think this was after she talked to the incubators. Or maybe it was before. Either way, it doesn't matter because Madoka's spirit or whatever, with all of her memories gone, said that she would never leave Homura. And then when Homura found out that this is Madoka herself speaking just without her memories of being a celestial being, right? It was like, well, then why the fuck did you? Like, that's that's her believing, because it really did come from Madoka's mouth that she wanted to be with Homura and them forever. That was what Madoka wanted. So, it, it's weird. I think she did wrong, but I don't... I couldn't be sure about that just because of what Madoka herself was saying in both timelines, you know? I get that. that that's fair. My take on that is that... Um... Madoka, when she she was everywhere, like she tells this at the end, like episode twelve, right? She's like, you know, I'll always be with you, Homura. Like even when you're not aware of it, I'm everywhere and every win. Yep. You know, and so like a little bit of that, I think, is like in Madoka's mind, it's enough to just remember each other, sort of. And in Homura's mind, that is that's not enough. Um, very. I, clear, I don't think so. it's enough. I personally don't think it's enough. So, like, if you had a friend that wanted to move, like, across the country to go start a new job, and you really didn't want that to happen, would you kidnap them and tie them in a basement? Can you turn your camera over to the right? Can we just make sure that this isn't the case? That this is this is just a, such an unfair analogy. That is a completely <laughs> different, <laughs> that is like the most. You're right, the entire universe not, is at stake in this analogy. That is not <laughs> at all the same analogy like if it was well, even close i would entertain it but for me again i i don't care about the rest of the universe i care about my friend and i don't care if they're so self-sacrificing that they would give up their only chance at life and existence for the rest of the universe i don't care i it, uh, they could hate me for the rest of their lives i would still sacrifice myself for them if i cared enough about or sacrifice risk risk keyword risk risk sacrificing the universe for their existence because if i if they were my best friend or someone i cared about that much that's where that's where i'm coming from we're also talking about the highest level of being right like if i if i'm kidnapping my friend like there's police that can get involved in that homer taking a piece of madoka and risking the universe there's no one higher than this this is the highest level of like there's no risk to that no one's gonna come and find her ass like yo what did you just do? <laughs> I'll definitely kidnap my friend if, if there was no police. What? <laughs> Alright, don't be friends I don't even with think that's what I meant. Uh, no, I think Pat's a great friend. I mean, he just said he would risk the universe for his friends. I'm very glad I'm friends with Pat. I mean, I, to be fair, if he, like, risked the universe to save me at some point and then the universe falls apart, my last words to him will be like, God damn it, man. But <laughs> if it works, like, I'll be very happy. It was worth it, bro. It was worth it. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Again, I think that this is such a supernatural kind of conversation. Like, it's all just how you feel. And, you know, some of us are good friends. And then there's others like like Miles who just would just not give a shit and say, fuck you. Go, go, go die. I, I don't care. Don't just don't exist. We can move on and 
exist in a universe without you, I don't. I, I will not care. Clearly, well, that's she what does Miles, exist. That's I mean, exactly it's not what she, Miles is saying. No, Fair point. All right, um, moving on to best girl. Uh, right, yeah, Pete, did you have anything to say on the matter? No, what, literally, like what Miles like took the words out of my mouth. Like I, okay. what he, what he said is is my viewpoint. But we should we should wrap it up real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, best girl. There's uh, a lot of options. Uh, worst girl. Um, I, I guess there's also the exact same options. Um, I, you know, there's the magical girls, and then probably Madoka's mom. And I don't know if you really want to the teacher. If you're like really weird. If you're just like, I really love this. Oh, you know what I did? Just to defend the teacher, me. the bar scene with the mom and the teacher was really that nice. Was really I really funny. liked yeah, that. Like, that. Like, it showed that she was, like, actually, like, a really caring teacher and stuff. I thought that was good. Um, okay, anyways. Uh, best girl, worst girl, cat, go. 20 seconds. Best girl, uh... Shit. Best I'm... girl is probably going to be Homer for me. Worst girl is probably gonna be uh, probably gonna be Sayaka for me. Okay, trash opinion. Pat, go. Fuck you, <laughs> Pat. Okay. Uh, best girl. I I think I I have to go with uh, Homura as well. Um, cause she because she's she's one for the homies, you know, Homura. Uh, and nice. then uh, wor wor worst girl, QB. Can I say QB for worst girl? No, sure, I think count. they're technically QB is <laughs> actually a boy. I think. I, I, I think I don't think they're gendered. I yeah. thought they were genderless. They say he. They use male pronouns, so I don't know. Maybe oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. I um. But all right, then fine. Uh, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Um. Uh. He told me no, no, but she's not worst girl. She's not she worst girl because she came out and said it. She just said what she was going to do. Told me a good not. friend, and I yeah, said, no, so, I even realizes that <laughs> you know. So yeah. Uh, I guess, has no gender. I guess I guess Kyoko then. Uh, Kyoko. I think that's was, fair. I I didn't care too much for her and, she starts at a pretty low place so even when she gets better yeah. it's sort of like eh, yeah she's okay mid. yeah um, I, I don't understand the eating thing either do they have i got they, they do she it. was poor and didn't have any food that's what all right well i oh well, well i guess that's explained in the, the original series too i guess that's why she's always eating but even then it just seems weird to me that she eats an entire bag of apples you know i, I think it's she never had access to it and now that she can get food she snacks all the time that's just even my though guess. she's actually just stealing because that's she actually right. doesn't have any money they yes yeah, yeah. Too, she, yeah. she lives in a burnt down church uh has best girl let's go go homura hits uh the only character in the show that i like i got really angry with um especially at the end i was like don't fucking do this Cause now I have to be evil, and I like evil woman. I like the demons. But um, worst girl is Saki. Saki sucks. Um, she shouldn't exist. Someone should delete her. Okay, uh, technically not a character, and I've corrected you three times, so we're not going to count that as a vote against Sayaka. <laughs> um, happy go. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm gonna say best girl Homura, and worst girl, even though it's not all of her fault. <laughs> Oh, I'm out of time. I'm sorry. That's fair. You're allowed to have that opinion. I think that's a fair opinion. Too. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I, 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 I thought about it for a moment, and I was like, nah, I just... So, my opinion is trash, but his isn't... <laughs> I, well, you'll find out in a second. Um, Pete, go. Okay, mine's really funny because it varies from the movie to the show. The worst girl in the show is Sayaka, but then she's my best girl in the movie. And then my my best girl in the show is Hamura, but then she's my worst girl in the movie. That's fun. So by um, default, I'm going to say Mommy is best girl. <laughs> okay. So uh, Sayaka Miki is the best girl. She's the best character ever. I love her. She is so pure and honest and just tries to do the right thing, and it clearly doesn't work out for her. Um, but my God, did she try A for effort, Sayaka. 
Um, uh, worst girl, you know what? I'm gonna give it to mommy. Um, wow. all the girls in the show really, really like mommy. Um, and I, I don't know. She was fine. Um, but like, I don't know. She kind of bullied them into becoming magical girls. Wow. I think you okay. can make that argument. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I like all of them. I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, but really? I don't know. Yeah. No, <laughs> yes. You won't say. <laughs> I am. It's crazy. Um, okay. Um, so now that we've done that, um, and three of my trash co-hosts have picked Sayaka's worst girl, um, we will um, uh, go on to our, our, our ratings and stuff. Kat, you know I love you. Um, so we'll do our final impressions and ratings. Uh, we'll start to the right of me in my current thing. Kat, go ahead. Uh, do we want to rate the movie I... and the show separately real yeah, quick? Or do we just want to do that? No. Yes, what? Really? Oh, okay. I mean, well, we oh, can do that. But I me, think because we... I haven't seen it. Uh, oh, okay. Fair. That's fair. Okay. So what yeah. I what I would say is you should you can give a rating for both, but the only thing that's going to count in our like little ratings uh, tally is going to be the the show. I think because otherwise, how how do you quantify that? I think that's tough unless you just take the average. You just do an overall guess. whatever. The average take so take the average of the two. Yeah, we yeah. can figure out the math whenever. I'll um, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead, Pat. Yeah. So, uh, scores, or score. my my score for uh, Madoka the show is a it's a six. That's higher than I. You always do this thing, and like sixes, I feel like low for the show. But you you just like start. You'll talk yeah. about a show, and you and this is. I should get used to this. You're like, you know, I just like my favorite thing about this show, and it's like a show about I don't know, like. Uh, painting doors, and you're like, I really like the chair in the corner. Um, and, and then, like, and then, and then, like, you'll be like, anyways, the show was a seven out of ten, and I, I'm like expecting you to give every show a two. It's just okay. So six out of ten. So okay. So the reason, the reason why I gave it is, so I like to lay into things because some things I really genuinely want to get off my chest. But I don't normally talk about the things that I really, really like about the show because it's normally things that you guys already talk about. That's a fair point, too. That's fair. Someone and, has to be the voice. And so, like, I'm always the guy that's like, yo, uh, first first eight, first eight episodes were solid. Like, until, like, episode 9 through 12, it was a 5. Like, it was solid. And, like, it got high. I was thinking about rating it a seven, but like, I, I just kind of scaled back because there okay. were some things that I just couldn't, that um, like you guys explained that I just kind of lowered down a little bit. Okay, cool. Uh, if you ever get the chance to watch Rebellion, let us know if that affects your view on the series. Um, gotcha. uh, Pat. You, uh, oh, me next? Okay. Yeah, sure. sorry. I'm um, just going in the order on my screen. Yeah, no, that works. Uh, I'll just have to bounce around my notes. Uh, I am giving both the score of an eight out of ten, uh, the the show and the movie. I I enjoyed the series a lot more than I honestly expected to. Even though I've heard so much good things about it, it still is a magical girl show. So and a weird one at that, or a non-normal magical girl show, I guess if you will. But uh, I think it had a lot of qualities that I really enjoyed about it. And again, I couldn't put it down. But there were still its flaws, and uh, that, and again, it not being my taste is probably why it's not a higher rating. I think eight out of ten is a perfect place for it for me because that's higher than I give most shows. To be fair, at the same time, so 
So yeah, critically, I give it a good solid. Also, has. Um, so we're doing one rating for both, right? One for each, or one for both. Just oh, do whatever you want, man. Um, so for the main show, yeah, I liked, I liked it. Um, I feel like my, pretty much my thing is it, it was very straightforward to me. Uh, and I, I did enjoy it because it's it still, for being so straightforward, it, it had a lot of twists in it, but it wasn't anything like I was super invested in, like I feel you are. So I'm going to give it like a six, uh, like cat. I thought it was good. Um, it was okay. The movie, on the other hand, uh, if it wasn't for our pre-show discussion where you cleared up how we got from the series to the movie, it probably would have been like a three. Um, but now it's like a, a seven or an eight. It's an eight. What is that? It's an eight? Okay, thank you. So <laughs> seven overall then. Six. Yeah. Seven overall. Oh, so that's a, yeah, that's an easier way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. Seven out of ten for has. There we go. Uh, happy. So who is around on the Anime Out of Context Discord server when I dropped my hot take on Madoka Magica? I didn't catch it because I, I intentionally avoided it because I hadn't seen yeah, it yet. I, I don't know oh, either. Okay. Drop well, it. Drop the hot so take. So it was originally a six for me, but after having watched it again, it's both are getting getting bumped up to a nine. Nice. But, 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 that is, I feel like you need to have the whole show. Otherwise, it's not, it's not, it's not perfect, just in parts. You need the whole thing to fully appreciate it. And that includes Rebellion, I feel. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair, a fair way to look at it. Like what Cal was saying about how, like, the first part was like a five to him. I, I can see kind of where he's coming from because I think we made a mistake having this right on the heels of Grimgar because I was starting watching it and, I'm, and I, one of the things I quickly realized was, oh, there's a lot of talking. And I'm like, hmm. Like, if this had been my first watch, I might have legit dropped it. I, I, if I, didn't, I agree. I didn't it started know what I was slow. getting into. Yeah, it definitely ran the show. In terms of quality, just continue to to rise. I, I would say throughout it. I think yeah. that that makes sense because uh, I, I agree. The first few episodes were a lot more boring. Well, I, I don't even know if boring is the right word, but just they, they didn't interest me as much as by the end of it, I was on the edge of my seat. So I think that's a very fair analogy to use. Okay, yeah, I think that I think that's fair. I think that it follows similar pacing to Grimgar, to be honest, without the seven minute musical interlude. Yes, um, thank God, uh, which I loved, but most people hated. Um, Pete, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, so I I watched Madoka about a month ago, tied in, and then started the movie today. I think how the movie tied in with the show really made it what it was. I think critically, this is like a show that you could study. From a whole bunch of different aspects, whether from directing or art or music. Like, we didn't even talk about, like, the OPs and the EDs, and they're great! Oh, they're so iconic. Especially the ED is so, like, grim and dark. Oh, I love the ED of Madoka Magica. Uh, I think the show is absolutely genius. Um, this, I thought the, the movie was perfect. I'm giving it a 10. Both ten of them? For both? Uh, 9 go. for the show, 10 for the movie. But I think, overall, since that's, like, a 9.5, I'd rather give it a 10 than a 9. I, I thought the okay. movie. I thought the movie was per, like near perfect. I absolutely uh, enjoyed every second of the movie. Uh, yeah. So, oh, really quick, people who had saw, seen it for the first time, um, the the EG switch from two to three um, when mommy dies, and then it just goes straight into Magia. 
Um, it's like a super dark so ED. So good. Did that hit anyone? Yes, uh, it's so good. Uh, I was really confused by it, but I didn't. I didn't like that ED that much. I didn't have an interest. Uh, in it's not like I did it. I like it. It's just like the power of Dude, the. It fits it perfectly. So I understand that it fit perfectly, but I didn't enjoy it. I, I, like enjoy it in a sense, like I didn't enjoy the music. So I get, but at the same time, like looking at, it, like yeah, that was cool or that was smart. ED three is my right. favorite. So for yeah. for me, like when I when I was listening to the ED, because like I already it was already spoiled for me that something was going to happen on episode three so i was like okay uh i because i didn't really listen to the eds because i just really wanted to bench through it because uh and i watched it and i was like okay that happened and then i watched the then i went back and watched the ed for episode two and i was like i don't really like either of these I'm just gonna stop wasting my time Ooh, and go to okay. go to the series. <laughs> okay. And it was just kind of like, eh. wow. Um, so you watch anime openings in 2020? Fucking slow. Can't couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, but you hate anime, so it's whatever. Connect is really good. Um, so I for my ratings, um, the first time I watched this, I gave the show a nine, and then like two or three years later, I watched Rebellion and missed a bunch of stuff because I didn't watch the show in three years, and gave it an eight. Um. I'm, I'm bumping up Rebellion to a 10, and I think I'm going to keep the show at a 9. Um, but I, I'd say, like, as a package, it's definitely a 10. Like, so, if they were all the same so thing. So my question for you would be, why isn't the show a 10? Because this is something that you've raved about. This yeah, I mean, I love the show. Um, so what's holding you back from being a 10? Because, like, I could say the same thing. Like, I guess for me, so like Bunny Girl Senpai is a show that I'll rave about for, for however long. However, I can sit there and say, okay, well, sometimes the animation's lazy. Sometimes this is like, so like, what is the specific reason why you haven't given it a 10? To me, um, and I, I, this is honestly up in the air, um, but it was sort of like the ending, um, the, the first time I watched the show without Rebellion, the ending was like, I don't. I don't think I necessarily like exactly how the ending unfolds um, with, um, and I know it's sort of set up, but it. I mean, it's sort of like a Deus Ex Modica kind of, um, you know, as a little pun there. Um, where oh my god, um, you know, she just, <laughs> she just sort of, you know, yeah. the problems get fixed for the most part, yeah, exactly. um, and it, there isn't. You know, the resolution isn't very climactic. I think it's good, but it's just not... I, I feel like the show doesn't really have a climax, sort of. Like, I, yeah, you know, like, Homura fails to defeat, uh, well, Verpa-snatched German word I can't pronounce. Um, Madoka comes in and is like, don't worry, I thought of the perfect wish for this scenario, and uses it. Um, now, honestly, some of those issues are assuaged with Rebellion, um, so that's why I think the package is a 10, yeah. but if I'm just looking at the show, it's a nine. Um, but I have, I'm going to put rebellion up to a 10 because it, there's a lot of connections there that I missed. And honestly, if you ask me tomorrow, I might, you know what? Oh, fuck it. Madoka is a 10. I gave fucking Grimgar a nine. Madoka is better than Grimgar. Say, yeah. yeah that's, Jesus that's Christ. I, also I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to recalibrate my entire self, but they're both tens. They're See, both tens. A, I think you're going fantastic. through the phase where you get, so we both it. agree that you, rating things correctly right now right 
Did I rate things incorrectly? Um, well, I don't think I rate things incorrectly. Before I gave the Grimgar rating, I said I was high off of the discussion, was going to give it an 8, but my argument was so good that I was going to make, give yeah. it a 9. So, realistically, what's going to happen is in a month from now, I'm going to look at my mail and pop my Grimgar down to an 8. Mm -hmm. um, but I still think Madoka probably could get a 10 very easily. I, I think you're going to go through yeah. the thing that all of us go through at some point in our anime journey is where we sit there and we're like oh man i gave way too many things like an eight which i'm not saying you're going to do with with madoka but i think you will do that with grimgar oh i i there near like a man i'm gonna I do really... that with grimgar 100 exactly. I, I just thought i had a really good episode so i was like really high on the show absolutely. i just spent two hours defending it, it no just... no that's absolutely fine I, i'm not saying it's a bad thing i just think that's a, something that all of us can relate to at least at some point whether that's uh, quitting anime completely like Haz did for a while <laughs> or if that's us sitting back and saying you know what in, so like an example in my case alright uh, well you know what Torador wasn't really that perfect so there we go alright moving on <laughs> anyways we're just gonna... imagine yeah. rating things so high that you go back into your ratings and you're like oh I'm gonna bring it down I think that's okay though I'd rather rate something too high at first and then think about it critic then in, as it sits more with me realize oh well you know what it didn't do this as well as something else i've recently seen or i or wish whatever. there were 0.5 so many things I, get 0.5 i opinion. think it's a good thing though that there's not 0.5s because otherwise then you could it, it would be so hard to dispute scores and it would be so hard to you know it, like i think that you like the, the strong cut off like you have to make that decision yeah because like a 7.5 yeah. is such a it's such an easy thing to give is a 7.5, you know, like, cause there's so many times where I'm saying, Oh, is this a show of seven or an eight? It's like, if I had a 7.5, pretty much every seven or eight would be a 7.5, you know, like they would all collapse on themselves. So I, I think True. it's a good thing to have the hard cut off, but anyways, we are going slightly off topic. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but moving on, I guess that, that wraps up our discussion. Our final score, uh, which again, this was uh, taking the averages of the person scores and then averaging that, out between the six of us, our score for Madoka Magica is an 8.33 out of 10. That's right around where it is on Mal. So, yeah, um, yeah that's 3.6. Yeah, or an 8.39 I have on 8. Mal. 8.5! For yes, for the, uh, the for the original series. So that's, uh, and I believe the movie's almost exactly at the it's same point. It's just a smidge higher. It's like 8.44 or something. Yeah, some, something it's like that. that like sequel boost that things get. Yep. Yeah, yep. So there we go. So that's the thing. Uh, and that's interesting, too, because that's about as close as we could get to being right on the dot with them with like our limited number system you know compared to 512,000 users there's six of us here so i think that's pretty damn good um or pretty interesting to see at least uh Matt, uh just looking at mal real quick it's interesting seeing the top three reviews are all tens you know you don't usually see that uh in shows uh even in cult classics you know usually it's like the top rate or top reviews a nine or the top reviews an eight and then there's a couple tens and then there's a couple fours or whatever but this one it's straight tens right down the board i think that's very interesting uh that speaks to the to the amount of uh value that people find in the show uh, that it i think it rightfully deserves as well uh but so but now we get to all... move on <laughs> what I, yeah, well, let's move on three. we need to wrap it up we need to wrap it up yeah, yep. yeah. we'll yeah, wrap it up um, moving on let's uh let's move on to our nomination or what is winning our nomination for next week. Miles, take it away, bud. Yes. So um, we had no ties this week. Um, we have shows coming in at um, before legacy points, 10, 11, 12 points. And we have our first legacy point winner. So we'll get into that. So um, our third place show this week was Japan Sinks, um, which appears to be quite controversial of a show. Um, 
In second place, we have, uh, losing by one point, Land of the Lustrious, um, House of No Kuni. Um, and after a long journey, perhaps Pat made a magical girl contract. I made a yes, day. Um, can't wait have. for this to come back and bite him somehow. We will be watching Tata Kuhn never falls in love. Yes, um, let's go. It's about time. You guys are going to enjoy the voice acting so much. I think uh, I, I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be great. Finally get um, to win one. So, um, uh, shows for next week. We're going to have a smaller list, which should make the voting interesting. Yes. Um, what do you guys want to nominate? Cat, you're going to re-up it. You've come in second now. You know that I'm going to re-up it. Like, I'm feeling good about to. it. I think I have to vote for it now, now that Cat's vote kind of... You have out. to. You are obligated <laughs> to. The rules. I think I have I think I think have voted for it, too, the past few weeks, to be fair. I think I I, I have, have had it's it. It's such yeah. a good show. Yeah, it's very highly rated. I've been voting for it. Um, uh, Pat's been a little upset because it, it took the top spot from Tadakun from me for, like, the last couple of weeks. I had bumped Tadakun down to mm-hmm. second. And I started voting for, I've been voting for, uh, you know, not to show my biases or anything, but I've been really wanting to watch that. Um, okay, so same show from you. Um, Has, what's up? What was your show from last week, too? Um, my show. You had Girls Bravo, your... right? No, that was Adam. Were you Chivalry of a Failed Night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not doing that again. Um, I think for this week, uh, I had one that I wanted, but I, I'm going to wait on it. So I'm going to put up Lord Marksman and Vanitas, um, which is like a fantasy etching. And I've never heard of it. Never heard of it's it either. Alternate, alternate timeline Europe. Um, okay. Ooh, I love shit like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Uh, the yeah. same universe as... Um, uh, Princess Principal. Princess Principal, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, happy. What's your show? So, quick question before my show. You said that uh, Land of the Lustrous lost by one point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you realize that when I voted, I voted um, for Tadakun in third place, which means it got that was the one point that got it ahead. I assume it might have. Been. Uh, well, it was one point behind, but the legacy points bumped it up. So, if you want to look at it that way, yes. Oh, okay. Every every point <laughs> mattered, though, so I'm not going to... Well, I actually, I didn't do this service. It was a tie, and our tiebreaker is the amount of legacy points you have. Mm-hmm. So, they both got 13 points, but because Tadakun has been on the list longer, it got to go. Which is unfortunate, because I think the show that's been on the list the second longest is House is. of the Rooney. So, yeah. It's uh, pretty funny. Yeah. That's what I, um, I get for sticking with it, though. So, it there we also, go. it... Also, it would have won if I... If, if you I, had not voted, if we had not reminded you to vote... Yeah. Um, <laughs> he sabotaged himself. We would be watching it. Oh, actually, if <laughs> right you had now. not voted, I think we would be watching Japan Sinks. So, okay, so we're good. Yeah, that's actually right. It, it, he, he's right. We would have been watching Japan Sinks. Because, um, um, like, so when we were going into... We got, like, four people vote in the last minute. So, like, uh, House of Kuni was winning... And then we had like two people vote or whatever, and then I think like Japan sinks. I don't know. There was like one at one point Japan it, like the in the last three votes the winner changed three times. It was like um, it was pretty crazy. Um, happy your show though. 
so the problem is is that we only do like the shorter ones and there are so many like ones that i want to talk about that are longer mm -hmm. uh so it's hard for me like i would love to it would be a it would be a interesting episode but i would love to do even gillian with you guys at one point but it's yeah. like 26 episodes that's a long a show in the movie is, it is and no, a movie yeah so it's no like, one who uh, we could, or like, could, uh, could we theoretically do the new movies, the, the Reloaded, or whatever they're called? The oh, the Rebuild. When, maybe when the last one. Rebuild comes out, we can pitch that as an episode. I mm -hmm. wouldn't mind doing that. It's just that they're all, they're all like, they're, none of them are on digital platforms, so... Yeah. They're all Are on they? YouTube for free in exactly Japanese with no subtitles. So if no, we all those guys, learn those, Japanese... Those yeah. got taken off. Those got, those got taken down, oh, Miles. never mind. So, yeah. yeah, you if idiot. Everyone knew that. So stupid. for a while but then boof. So, but either way happy give us a show give us a show give, just uh, look at your mouth real quick give, fine, give us something uh, Ooh, fine okay uh <laughs> on the spot no, let's go let's we're gonna go. give you time pete what's your show yeah okay well i've been on like a movie binge and so i would like to recommend i think maybe our first movie i would like to recommend the girl who leapt through time Oh, okay. Oh, oh God, that's so good. Oh, look at, look at Cat. That's like, like, why did you? Yeah. Oh, God. Cat's, the cat's so mad because he was like, it's my week to win. It's finally my time. And Don't then worry, Pete's, like, Pete's like, what about this modern classic? What about like one of the best anime movies of all time? Why don't we just throw that down? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to throw, gonna throw your name out there. Yeah, that would be, that. Um, that'd be unfair. Um, okay, <laughs> happy so, you got one. Yeah. Yeah. I, ha I have one. I'm going to just well, do My Neighbor Totoro. Okay, okay. sure. It's, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a good great. pick, I think. Yeah. Excuse me. Not that you heard me sneeze. Uh, I think that's a good one, too. I haven't actually seen it either, so I, I do need to catch up. I am behind on Ghibli, I have to say. It's the, the one genre, or the culture, I guess, that I've just missed out on. But I guess so. It's the, that, all that leaves is me. And I am split. Uh, oh, and Miles. And me. Oh, and you too, right? But you're <laughs> you're you're the one leading the discussion, so I think that. Okay. I, so I yes, you are, you're the go ahead. Um, oh God, man, uh, I want to do a show from 1999, but I don't know where I could find it legally. So in, instead, just uh, and that show was uh now and then here and uh sorry now and then here and there. Uh, I've just heard oh, about the, the show. Isekai? Yes, the 90s, it's yeah. like the, the 1999 Isekai, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, I would love to do that. Uh, I don't think, I don't so. think so. It's a very oh. hard show to find. Uh, so instead, what I'm going to do is a show that's a lot easier to find, something that I've been told that I need to watch, and seems to be like, I don't know, an essential watch. I'm going to do Elfin Lead uh, oh. as the, the show from 2004 nice. that has some messed up stuff, but somehow is still on Crunchyroll, so I'm excited to hopefully. The Gadge Pack. That's okay. the best nomination here. You're a fucking god. Oh, I, I, I wonder who has this voting for next week. That's good. Um, that's, um, good. So, that's a good one. I, I almost won! I, can't, I, I almost won! Yeah, don't worry, I, I got you. Gonna, I, I still feel you, Cat. Okay, so I'm going to throw out a movie that I don't think is... No, you don't uh, feel us. You, you've won um, like four times. You don't feel us. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, um, I'm going to follow in the trend of the movies. Um, I, I'm going to throw out Paprika. Um, okay. I think that just seems really cool. Um, and kind of kind of neat. Um, but I, you know, I, uh, maybe I'll keep it on long enough. But it just seems cool. 
Oh, so so you're taking off uh, the second, or I guess third place, uh, Japan Sinks. Uh, well, what I said last week was that if it didn't win, I was just going to watch it. So oh, that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good plan. There we go. Yeah, All right. that wraps it up. So those are our, our nominations. We'll post them. Uh, we'll have links to, uh, everywhere that you can find links normally with podcasts <laughs> or with discussions and stuff. Uh, join our Discord if you want to join us for more discussions. We, we talk... We, you know, we fling the shit back and forth all week long or in between sessions. So please join us. It's a lot of fun. We talk about seasonals. We talk about other things. You, there are other group members too that weren't here tonight that we, we are all friendly with. You know, everyone gets along. Uh, you know, and I, I just, I can't thank these guys enough for being my friend and being my friends and being people that I can talk to about anime in such a, a fashion. I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I guess that wraps up our part. Uh, and th- one last thanks to Pete as well for giving us the platform to do something like this. Miles and I are in debt to you forever. So thank <laughs> you. I, I wouldn't say that much, but I, do I like- would sacrifice the universe for you, Pete. Wow, yeah, I okay. would. I exactly. You see, he, he he doesn't even agree. That, I've come around. <laughs> yeah, he's come around to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate. Uh, I, I appreciate. I'm still salty. But this is a I'm long. So, so salty. This is a long ass episode. So if you've made it this far, thank you for watching or listening yeah. wherever you're watching. I'm gonna post uh, our Discord link in the comments below. Follow us on Twitter. What do you say, Annie? That's what you say, A and I on Twitter to stay up to date information on the podcast. Join the Discord. Uh, this uh, watch club is open to anybody and everybody. If you just want to yes. discuss or whatever, come on, join in. You can vote. You can discuss. You can do whatever. You can post memes. I don't really care. It's a great little community we got. I'm loving it. But thank you so much for watching. Uh, tune in next week to our next round of our Anime Duel of the Decade. That's going to be super fun. Other than yes. That, other than that, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.